Hey guys, it's Ronnie. And it's Janelle. Thank you all for joining us on this week's episode of the Takeaway Golf Podcast, where we showcase the people that make golf, helping you discover your golf industry career. This week, we have Cindy O, Administrative Assistant for UGP, also known as Urban Golf Performance. Tune in as Cindy shares her experiences working for the newly established golf facility and what she hopes to achieve in the future. started golf when I was nine, started playing tournaments a few years after I started, um, you know, played high school golf, college golf. Um, so I played my first two years at the University of Central Arkansas. Pretty, pretty wild choice for being from California. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I really love my team and my coach there, but just culturally, um, you know, moving that far away from home wasn't comfortable. So I decided to um, find a school in California to transfer to, and I played at Cal where Bev is, and um, so I finished my two years there. And then, you know, throughout college, I went back and forth on, you know, do, do I want to turn pro? Do I want to, you know, go into like a regular career? Um, mm-hmm. Like, I, I really didn't know what I wanted um, wanted to do. So, you know, going back and forth and ultimately I decided to um, find a different career path other than professional just because, um, you know, back pain and uh, didn't really want to. Yeah, injuries. And um, so I found UGP probably um, a few months after I graduated. So I, right after I graduated, I worked at a, a golf course for about a month and a half as an assistant professional and um, realized that wasn't really what I wanted to do either. And, um, lucky, luckily I, I found UGP and they had an admin position open. So that's how, how I got to UGP. Nice. Um, it's, um, and the Costa, is it Costa Mesa? Is that where they're? Yeah. Costa Mesa, that, right by the there? John Wayne airport. Oh, okay, cool. Is that their first location or their original? So the first second? location was in West LA. Got it. Um, and then this was the second location. Got it. So uh, what, what made you decide to go to Arkansas in the first place? Um, so I, I had a few um, schools that I was looking at and Arkansas was one of them. And it was, I bonded the best with that team and the coach. And mm-hmm. I didn't really think of anything else other than that because I mean, pretty much golf occupied my life in high school. Yeah. So that was what I was really looking at. Um, so that's how I ended up there. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah I was just curious about that. I'm like, dang, you went from California to Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful state, but yeah. it's a bit far. Got it. You weren't particularly looking to play. Is that correct? Professionally? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I went back and forth a lot, I think. You know, growing up, people around you always say like, oh, you should totally go pro, like you should do this, yeah. you should do that. And, you know, until I got to college and, you know, my junior, senior year, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. It was always people telling me what to do. 
Mm-hmm. So Same. I think, you know, finally realizing what I like, what my passion was. Um, I think that was probably the biggest thing that, um, you know, that mm-hmm. affected my decision there. So, so what have you found to be your passions? Um, that's kind of tough. Still, I'm still. No, I, 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 no, I, to, I totally get it. Like, yeah, yeah no, she's still so young. Yeah, <laughs> no. And I, guess- I, I mean, like, I one of one of my passions. I think this is more of a long term goal is to help junior golfers. You know, um, that don't really have guidance. Um, you know, their parents don't really know golf. They don't have people around them that play golf. So being being like a resource for them. Um, because I, I struggled with that. Like my, my family didn't play golf. So I kind of had to navigate through that whole junior, you know, high school, college career on my own. And I think, you know, having someone to help you and guide you through that would be really helpful. And it's still so limited. Um, so I think that's one of my long-term goals, mm-hmm. but, yeah. um, you know, I was really excited to find a lot of, uh, you know, passion and hobbies, but COVID happened. So I know COVID happened to everyone. (laughs) Still, still searching. Yeah. Yeah. Um, backtracking to you saying that you, your parents or like your family didn't, you know, raise you as a golfer, but considering that you were a great golfer, um, still are like, how did, who, who is your, um, role model growing up then playing golf to help you get so successful? So my, my dad was the main person that, you know, took me to all the golf tournaments, all of that. Um, you know, he was, he was pretty strict. I'd say he was the stereotypical Asian parent. I think everyone yeah. will understand what that means, <laughs> but, um, you know, like from the get go, he was like, you're going to practice every day, like be really disciplined, um, and, you know, play as many tournaments as you can, um, and all that. So I was, I already had that mindset you know, playing as a, as a junior golfer. So, um, I don't think I necessarily like looked up to anyone. Like I just knew there were really good players like Tiger Woods and, you know, I think at the time, like Lorena Ochoa was like the top player. Yeah. Um, uh, but you know, that was about it. I just knew like, this is what I was doing and I just continued to do it. <laughs> so nice. Well, that's good. It's definitely brought you to a good spot where you are now. Um, Mm -hmm. You were saying how you did, you were an assistant professional, um, I guess for a month before going to UGP. Did you do any teaching there as an assistant professional at whatever um, golf course you were at? Is that what kind of strayed you away from like not wanting to do coaching and whatnot at UGP? So it was actually um, mostly like, sure, the title was assistant professional Mm -hmm. or second assistant professional, but um, I mean, pretty much I was folding clothes, checking in people, Got it. Um, taking phone calls. So it yeah. really wasn't exciting. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I do. I do the same thing too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's good. Yeah. I mean, you, it's good that you realize that early on and that's not what you wanted to do. So it's nice to know that you're like, you're definitely growing as a person and you're like, you're finding your own voice, you know? Um mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's gotten to where you are right now. Uh, what's what's a day like for you? As um, what do you what's your exact role at UGP? Um, so, it's I'd say the best like title would be executive administrator. Um, so okay. I you know help our our CEO and director of performance 
with, you know, whatever they need, um, mm -hmm. as well as, you know, managing retail, like our clubhouses, food and beverage, um, as well as like our website and our online store, um, things like that. So just, uh, things here and there. Nice. So every day is end. pretty different. Yeah, it's it's it, it is the back end. So you're basically like the spine of what everyone sees, you know. So I'm sure it's pretty mm -hmm. cool to see like your work come to come to life and everything. Yeah, I mean it's really exciting like going into every day because no day is the same. So oh cool, I can look forward to something new every day, which is, which is a lot of fun. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people want in their jobs too. Something always different, you know. They don't want it to be stale or anything. Mm -hmm. that's good yeah, um, exactly is it just yourself or is there a team with you like helping you do your job is or is it solely just you that's um doing all like the online and the merch and the food and beverage like, so do you have a currently team it's you? mostly me um nice. I mean we have caddies at each location that do um help with the actual facilities and making it happen in the facilities mm -hmm. and I do more of the back end stuff like ordering and like giving ideas of where to put things and things like that. Mm, very cool. How, um, how busy are you guys? I know that I work at a club um, and physically, you know, you guys, I guess the idea of UGP is you guys do everything with fitness, instruction. Um, what else is there? That's at UGP. Uh, so yeah, golf coaching, fitness, recovery, uh -huh. club fitting. Um, we build clubs in house, so club building and mental coaching. So pretty nice. much like everything that a golfer needs in just yeah. one place yeah that's so cool how yeah how busy are you guys considering with the COVID and the busy. pandemic we're pretty much fully booked um like as soon as we were able to open again um we were I mean we were fully booked and we we have a wait list of people that are looking Crazy. to come in yeah. so it's um I mean we've been really lucky to be in this industry during this time oh yeah for sure same yeah it's crazy never would have thought that because golf was such a I guess it was like a dying sport or like such an uncool mm -hmm. sport now all of a sudden it's like the, it's the sport to do now yeah everyone wants to play now which which I, I think is really cool Hopefully, oh yeah for sure no, it'll stay like this too uh, definitely help the sport itself and you you guys are actually able to uh open a new location recently as well right yeah um, like during the middle of the pandemic I mm -hmm. think it was July when we opened our third location in Santa Monica. That's great. And, I mean, yeah, that location was was booked in within a few weeks. That's, that's awesome. crazy. Yeah, high demand for sure. I mean, everybody wants to get out there and play some golf and get some lessons in. Um, yeah. How has it been as far as like COVID restrictions at all? I mean, is is I mean, it's definitely an indoor facility but there's not too many people indoors. Has that been like, okay? Like yeah, I mean, everything is one-on-one. -on -one. Um, we don't really have group sessions or no one's really ever in close proximity. Um, you know, like during the coaching sessions, I mean, the bay is pretty, pretty big. So you'll never really be in contact with anyone. So um, it hasn't been too much uh, of an issue for us. That's great. Yeah, I've seen like yeah. photos and everything. Like it's it's huge. Like the the lots and the spaces that you guys have, it's it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's literally like a clubhouse, like a like a clubhouse without the golf course. So Yeah, pretty much. That's so awesome. I'm like just looking at all the mm -hmm. photos. Um Yeah. Cool. 
So I guess you work closely you with, <clears throat> huh? Sorry, mm-hmm. go ahead. Uh, you guys should definitely visit when you have a chance. Yeah. I can show you around. Um, how often then do you visit the other, um, other locations since you're mostly in, uh, right next to like the Costa Mesa one or the OC one? So I personally don't go up to LA, um, much or at all. Um, but all our other team members do like our, um, CEO and, you know, director of performance would go, uh, occasionally depending on, yeah. Um, and then. I guess this is because I know that you're not into the coaching, but I'm sure, you know, just as much like in order for those that are, that are coaches, is there like some type of um, program or like some certification that they have to go through specifically or not necessarily. We like to hire, you know, straight out of college, like college athletes um, because we, we do all the training um, in person. So it's um, actually a really good opportunity for, people to get into coaching and, you know, get pretty much will have a full booking, you know, in, you know, just a few months. Yeah. That's really cool. There it's especially right after college, you know, like I wouldn't say the world is word is vulnerable, but you know, that's, they're like the easiest to like mold at that age, you know, cause they're so mm-hmm. hungry, hungry to learn is what it is. So yeah, they driven. exactly. That's so cool. Yeah. I like love looking at these pictures. These are so legit. I'm just like on the website right now. It's so cool. <laughs> It has like oh, a yeah, very think, clean look mm-hmm. to it too. Yeah. Are you guys yeah. looking to expand even more? Um, yeah. So we're okay. currently looking at our fourth location. Um, nothing has been uh, confirmed yet, but you know, as like right after, you know, a location is up and running, they, they seem to continue to expand. I don't know the full details of this yeah or so they or say they so they tell you I would think Mm -hmm. it's going to be like in a nice prime location because both West LA and Santa Monica then Costa Mesa like Mm -hmm. I'm I'm assuming you guys would go maybe like San Diego or something like that because there's a lot of golf um, down there major cities usually um so yeah well that's cool um yeah that's great besides DGP um for you as in executive admin assistant is there is there room for you to like grow and go upwards and in, in UGP then um I think so I, I mean as the company's uh, our company expands there's definitely gonna be a need for I guess more like the positions or the roles I have right now are gonna like require you know a person for each um got it like I don't know how to say like each department like Like, yeah each you know like for retail there's gonna be you know one person in charge of everything and for for marketing there's gonna need to be one person there so yeah Mm -hmm. of all the um responsibilities that you have what would you say that you you find yourself enjoying to do the most Hmm. I think I would say my most fun project that I did recently was redesigning the website. Um, it's mm-hmm. some, something I've actually never done before, um, but I was able to, you know, get creative and put photos here, text there, you know, create, um, create something new. So yeah, that's cool. It's so, like so a, what, yeah, like mm-hmm. a square space interface or something like that. Or mm-hmm. oh, that's cool. yeah, yeah. So nice. not not too much coding. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of does it for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. That's cool. 
I don't know if you're, if you're too young for this. I'm like, it's probably like MySpace days. I don't know if you had one. I did. <laughs> oh, okay. So she's not I too young. <laughs> I was like, I was probably like nine or 10 and you had to like be 13 or something. <laughs> so we all had one. It's okay. Yeah. You're not the only one breaking the rules. So that's so cool. So all this work on the website is you're doing. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. It looks pretty clean. Thank you. Yeah, love it. <laughs> that. What do you hope to do in the future? Um, like long-term if it's, career-wise? Yeah. If it's not with UGP. I'm really not sure. I think um, anything creative um, yeah, I think that's what I enjoy most. So I don't really know what exactly, but that's just the general idea I have. Yeah, I think uh, the more I've gotten into things like, like, you know, her podcast or just being creative has really opened my eyes like, oh, I enjoy this stuff. Because I think, you know, growing up, uh, you play a lot of golf and then you know, you do schoolwork and then there's not a lot of room for creativity unless you make it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think I've, I've come to enjoy being creative and, and stuff like that. So I can see where you're coming from there. Oh, uh, we're, I mean, we're obviously like a women podcast. So we're curious about women in higher, higher, like, a, like executive positions. Mm -hmm. Although you are an executive administrator. Um, but in like the CEO, CEO positions and stuff like that, are they, are they all male? Yes, they are all male. <laughs> they are. Would How's you... it like, um, oh, go ahead, Beth. No, yeah, go for it. I like the question where it's going. <laughs> well, how's it like working? Um, I assume you're predominantly, it's predominantly male, right? Um, yeah, so there's me in the corporate office and then we have one female coach and that is it <laughs> so how's that dynamic i'm sure like it's fine but how is it for you working um because i mean we've all experienced being uh females mm -hmm. in a male-dominated sport so we always like to touch upon you know how how your personal experience is as a woman in the golf industry um, thankfully, like, because the company focuses so much on culture and, you know, being a team, like I've never felt uncomfortable or, you know, felt like a minority. Um, and I think that's what we need to see more in the industry because, you know, definitely when I was working in a clubhouse, um, at a pro shop, like I did feel that I did feel like I, I didn't belong there, but mm -hmm while working at UGP, I, I've never felt that, luckily. That's good. Um, I mean, we've said this many times before, but we always think that it's uh, it's good to have female representation um, in the golf industry. And um, hopefully, you know, we, we can continue to expand as, yeah, in executive positions in higher levels as well. Um, cause a lot of times you don't, you see, you, you'll see women in the golf industry, but it, sometimes you might not see them in like high ranking or like higher managerial positions, which mm -hmm. I think is important. Yeah. And I think, I feel like a lot of like female golfers, you know, from a young age, they experience that male dominance. So 
you know, by the time they get to college and start their careers, they don't really want to go into the golf industry. Like it's something they want to completely avoid. Mm. That's right. I agree. That's true. And so you wanted to do that right out of college, like stay in golf. Um, I was, you know, applying to jobs, both in golf and, you know, in just random companies as well, really. But ultimately, like, I had the most experience in golf, like I knew a lot about it, like, it was something that, you know, I didn't have to go get another degree in, or Mm -hmm. um, it was something that I already was good at. And um, being in like the business side of, of golf is, Um, I think was good for me because I can incorporate my golf knowledge, but also, you know, do other things as well at the same time. Yeah, I agree. Well, that's good. Um, And yeah, so with, with everything that you're learning now, you can, you can go, you can go to any other company too, like I've said before. So that's, that's so helpful. Um, Pretty much teaches everything. It's just that golf is just a specific niche, you know, Mm -hmm. to the job that you're doing right now. when did you did you move to Anaheim then when you started this job or like were you commuting back and forth from like Torrance and stuff yeah so I was commuting for about a month and that was pre-COVID and traffic was awful Mm. on the 405 it took like an hour and a half and I just couldn't do it anymore so I I moved um as soon as possible nice yeah there's like no traffic (laughs) yeah it's perfect it's it's amazing (laughs) that's cool Oh, very cool. Um, I think you've had a few collegiate golfers that are pretty, uh, um, pretty great golfers that have utilized your facilities, right? Yeah. So, I mean, currently, um, you know, the UCLA men's golf team trains, um, I think in LA and then, um, like Lilia Vu, who played at UCLA, Mm -hmm. um, trains and then, um, you know, like Colin Morikawa who also went to Cal, he, he goes to UGP sometimes where he was trained uh, with us. So there's, there's, you know, a lot of good golfers and professionals that work with us already. I mean, that's great. That's got to help your guys as far as like growing, growing your platform and then as well as them helping them um, achieve their goals as well so uh, have you guys thought about getting the UCI team on there or other um, colleges in the area yeah Um, I feel like there have been talks about it and I mean I feel like I mean with this COVID thing there's not too much we can do currently yeah so up in the air you know yeah because I mean there's a lot of great colleges around um, Southern California that I'm sure you guys can do well, I'm, gonna, I'm sure you guys have already thought about this, but like, you know, connecting with them and, and, and doing some sort of um, uh, partnership with them as far as, you know, teaching and, and working out. Because essentially, at the end of the day, these college college teams are doing exactly that, which is practicing and working out and, mm-hmm. you know, working on their mental game and stuff like that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mental game is a big aspect of it. On the list. Yeah, definitely. So then there's okay. a mental coach. I was just going to say there's a mental coach at each um, location. Is that what it is? Uh, so we have Rick Sessinghouse, who's 
Collins coach. Oh, um, yeah. He's our, our director of mental coaching. So oh, um, people awesome. will be able to book sessions um, typically virtually these days, um, especially because yeah. Colin is traveling now. So very cool. Yeah. You guys have a powerhouse of coaches. That's so cool. That's so awesome. It's definitely set up for a very good future or very good, you know, ROI yeah. return on investment. So <laughs> Well, it sounds yeah. like you're in a good place right now and you definitely um, got your foot in the door with a great company and we can't wait to see it expand and as I'm sure it will, uh, given this uh, climate, you know, with the ever expanding um, golf golfers now these days, since it's just taken a, a big boom. Um, but uh, yeah, it sounds like you're in a great space and thank you for sharing with us all about UGP and, and everything that you've uh, accomplished so far. We can't wait to see how it turns out for you. I'm sure um, you've got a lot of experience already. So thanks for spending some time with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was fun. Yeah. That was good seeing old faces. That was nice. That was Cindy O. Thanks for joining us on season two. You can follow along with us on Apple podcast and Instagram. So go ahead and subscribe now. Also leave us any feedback by sending an email to info at the Thanks guys.